live. Alright, welcome to the show, everybody. So, I got my brother. I think he might be driving, though. Um, I believe. Yes, that's correct. I consider him, like, the Bill Belichick, though. If he was to be a coach, he's the Bill Belichick of coaching. If he was to coach basketball or football, he'd first off, he'd wear a sleeveless uh, hoodie, just like, the, just like the goat. And um, I have a few of those sleeveless hoodies. I love those things. Be the man. That's, see, that's why this is why you're the goat coach. You know, you, you're, I think you're Belichick's son. I I would like to think of myself more as a uh, Kurt Rambis, Mike Dunleavy type of guy. Oh, dude, absolutely, absolutely. So, I so I have a financial um, quandary. All right. Uh -huh. You remember my love of bathmates? You know the the penis pump, the hydro penis pump. I remember it all too well. So I don't have a waterproof phone, right? But I like to use my bathmate while I'm day trading on, you know, Robinhood or TD Ameritrade, right? But look, how do you do it? Like, how do you how do you use a bathmate? I'm pretty sure you got one. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, first off, my Bluetooth just kicked in. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you, yep. Good, good, good. okay, good. Bluetooth kicked in, finally. It's, it's <laughs> been a right. battle in my car, I don't know why, but... Uh, bathmate, no. Um, it's, uh, I mean, it's a good good question, fair question. Um, I do not have a bathmate, uh, so I cannot, I cannot answer any of your questions about it, because I've All right, well, never let's, used one, nor... Let's roll in the hypotheticals. All right. If you did have a bathmate, what would? How would you? How would you have your phone in one hand, and how would you have your other hand, uh, with the bathmate on your wiener? Like, how how would you do it? Would you like? Do you have a strategy that you would have in mind? Like, I need some advice, man, because it's. I, I've gone through three phones in like three days. I feel like this is more of a question for Michael Janey. Um, I, I think he's more qualified to answer that question. He he does understand um, the bathmate. He's a, he's he's the he's the biggest enemy to the bathmate though, biggest enemy of the bat to the bathmate. I think one thing about uh, uh, Mr. Janey is he's not a believer in the bathmate. And, I mean, and, I you know, like I said, I've, I've never used it. Doesn't mean I don't believe it. Hmm. Okay. Well, well, clearly, clearly, we're not on the same page with the bathmates. We're not on the same wavelength. So we'll skip the bathmate question. How do you feel about the Blazers? We're skipping from bathmate to Blazers. How do you feel? What's happening here? That's a wild, a wild transition from a mental thought here. Yeah. Uh, I'll put it this way for the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, they looked flat. Uh, they came out of the gate pretty flat. Uh, last uh, couple nights ago, uh, I, I bought some great tickets. I was sitting sideline for the game uh, in the 100 section. So I got a pretty, pretty good view of what was going on out there. And some of the, the talking going on. Dame and Darren Fox were going at each other all night. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, but this is, uh, it was one of those games that was weird. I, I came into the building thinking, you know what, Sacramento's one of those teams that are young. Uh, they're going to come in and steal a game tonight. I think it was a, kind of a trap opening game for the Blazers. Uh, Sacramento is underrated. They are good. They're a good team. They're going to be competitive. Uh, I do not know if they're, they're not a playoff team, but they're pretty dang competitive. So I'll, I'll give them that. Um, but however, for the Portland Trail Blazers, uh, this is going to be one of those seasons that uh, we're just on a deep, deep team. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, we're not, we don't have a lot of height. There's not, 
I mean, Cody Zeller's the back of the center. That's, that's not a good thing. He looks like a guy who's been trying to lure kids in a van, which, you know. <laughs> My man. Not as much, but, you know, it's, it's not as bad as that Chris Kamen look that we had about five, six, seven years ago. Which hey, keep Chris, Kamen's, keep Chris Kamen's name out your mouth, all right? Um, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Chris Don't. Kamen is a... He's an he's a god among the gods. So I feel um, like Cayman and I are kindred spirits. So you be nice to my man. All right, I apologize. <laughs> uh, but the, the Blazers, uh, I you know what I if the Blazers come out and uh, the they're going to be an under five hundred team by the time we get about halfway through the season. Uh, I imagine a shakeup with mm. the roster, uh, and I say that because I've been through these transitional periods of the Blazers for many years now. And this is a season in which there's transition. Um, I think there's going to be deals made. I think they signed Norman Powell. They got that money for him because they're going to try to get value for him when the trade deadline comes. Uh, I, I just don't think they're going to try to shake up CJ. I, I feel like they're going to try to shake up something with Norman Powell. Um, yeah. And, and this season, that's just that's just my take. It doesn't mean I'm right, but the Blazers need they need some depth, man. I say. We need to we need to package Norman Powell and C.J. McCollum in for a decent star, one who can actually complement Damian Lillard. I don't think C.J. complements Lillard as well as everybody thinks he does. They're both, you know, C.J. is a decent size, but they're both small. You know, you need a lengthier guy. Like if if LeBron and Dame were on the same team, I'd say game over for the West. You know. Yeah, well, the Lakers. The fan base is a bit delusional when they were saying that the, they were going to get uh, Damian Lillard. Well, the, there's nobody on the Lakers that I want besides Anthony Davis. Oh, yeah. And, and the Blazers feel the same way. I think Damian's better than Russell Westbrook. I mean, Russell Westbrook was a stat, but, um, but that's, that's, a, that's a totally different thing. There's a difference between stat padding and actually being a, a clutch NBA player, and, and that's not what Russell Westbrook is. Um, however... Needless to say, the Blazers wouldn't trade Damian Lillard to a West Coast team. Um, if they traded Damian Lillard, it'd be somewhere on the East Coast, and that would yeah. be somewhere where because it's it's less risky. You know, you get rid of a, a big time player to the East Coast because you don't want to face him. You know, uh, four nights a year, uh, you don't want to face him possibly in a playoff series. You got to get rid of. You got to throw him out to the East Coast where you, you're kind of safe from having to deal with. Yeah, honestly, get, yeah, get him to the East. But here's the thing, man. You, you put him on the Brooklyn Nets, that just makes them even more powerful. But their defense sucks, so that would actually make them even lower ranked because I, I still don't think Lillard's that great of a defender. Um, you put Lillard on Philadelphia. You can Actually, you combine him with Joel Embiid. That would be scary for the league. Um, I don't know. There's a lot. Of- I agree with that. The Nets, you would never go to the Nets. There's nothing there. Uh, they wouldn't give up any pieces for Dame. We don't have, we don't, there's just not enough to be able to get Dame over there. They don't have a, it, it wouldn't match up. Now, Philadelphia is a different story. There are players that could be packaged from Philadelphia, such as guys like Tobias Harris. Uh, I know, like, you know, Ben Simmons is, uh, he's on strike right now, basically, but Philadelphia, he's uh, mentally not well. He's not mentally ready for the season, apparently, coming out. He's worth the save for Woj. Uh, Really interesting. There's no Ben Ben Simmons. Definitely not to Portland. I think he made it very vocal that he would not play in Portland. Oh yeah. Uh, it would, 
be another Steve Francis thing. We traded for Steve Francis back in 2006. Steve Francis, he didn't even sign. He just sat there and said, I'm not playing a game for the Blazers. Oh, shit, and, yeah. And Steve Francis never on a uniform, but he's technically a Blazer for a minute. And then we ended up uh, just releasing him. And it's something that I think went out to China after that. Damn. So, so here's the problem I have with Portland. As much as I love the Blazers, I know we're not doing anything this year. I know that sounds like a terrible thing for a fan to say. And yeah, I'm a little bit of a bandwagoner sometimes. If I see a team I'm liking to watch, like Golden State, I'll bandwagon them. I'll even bandwagon the Lakers a little bit. Although I'm not a big Westbrook fan. Um, I think Westbrook's going to be the downfall to that team. He's always the downfall in every single team he goes to. So... um. I don't know, the West, I think the West is really overrated this year. I think everybody's saying, hey, the West is super stacked. I don't know about that. I'm starting to kind of question it a little bit. Uh, West is very good this year, man. Um, it is very, still very good. Phoenix is really good. The Jazz are really good. Denver's going to be really good. Portland's going to be on the bottom of that. Um, Sacramento's up and coming. Um, yeah. The Lakers are good. The Clippers are good. Uh, Golden State's really good. Um, yeah, this is, uh, the Houston sucks. Dallas is going to be somewhat decent. Uh, San Antonio's going to be on the bottom of that, too, unfortunately. Minnesota's going to be on the bottom of that. There's a lot of really good teams in that Western Conference. Oklahoma City um, is going to be on the bottom of that as well. Um, yeah. Memphis, gonna be, Memphis is going to be another team that will be really interesting. I'd say watch out for Memphis. Uh, John Morant and uh, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Morant's a freak, dude. I've seen that, that guy has some elevation. He's 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 crazy. The things he does in midair, uh, he, he's pretty he's pretty astounding, man. I love it. Yeah, he's an animal, and he's he's very talented. The guy can shoot decently, but he, his biggest strength in his game is getting down downhill, down court, and uh, getting to the rim. So that's oh yeah. That's so long. I mean, that's something Russell Westbrook did for many, many, many years. But John Moran has a much better jump shot than Russell Westbrook ever had. So he does have that. All right, I won't keep this interview too long. I know you probably got stuff you got to do. You're probably going somewhere. Um, we'll we'll keep so this short. So I got I got much time in the world. I'm just, I'm in Salem right now. So. Oh, he's chilling out in Salem. Okay. Well, I'll still keep no, this no, interview kind of concise, at least. You interrupted me. Uh, no, I, uh, I'm driving to Eugene, but I'm in Salem. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. All right, so I want your predictions. I believe you're the oracle, and I believe you are all-knowing and all-seeing when it comes to sports predictions. So who, who is going to the finals in the NBA, and what do you think uh, the... You know, is it going to be like Warriors in four, Warriors in seven, as an example? Who do you think is going to the finals, and what do you think the result's going to be? Well, I think I need to call uh, Mr. Lambert and ask him on this situation. Uh, <laughs> he's more of an all-knowing guy. He watches a lot of television at the uh, penitentiary. So, uh, nice but no, uh, Shout out. This year, I, uh, you know, this year, uh, again, I, I do believe... Uh, Milwaukee still in contention to be in the, in the finals. Uh, Brooklyn is still right there. So, you know, either Milwaukee or Brooklyn, unfortunately. And you know what? Brooklyn doesn't need Kyrie. It's totally fine. Like, they got two Hall of Famers plus Joe Harris. Mm-hmm. And, and they're just, they're, 
Spencer did winning. I think they'll run around there, but they're, they're, they're fine. Just, uh, give me your best guess. Give me your best guess, though. I want to hear your best guess you can give me. Well, this is what the league wants, but it's gonna be, uh, it'll be Lakers-Brooklyn in the uh, NBA Finals. That's what the league wants. That's what the league's going to get. And uh, it's unfortunate, but that's just what it's going to be. And that's all predicated on health. Yeah. If, uh, both, if both teams stay healthy and make a good run, yeah, it'll be, it'll be Lakers and Brooklyn. Uh, Lakers in six or Brooklyn in six or Brooklyn in five? What are you feeling? Who's winning that series, though? Uh, it's going to be Lakers in seven. Lakers in seven. I think, I think it's going to be a game seven. All right. Okay, so we're going to jump to the NFL real quick. Very simple. Who's going to the Super Bowl? And what do you think the, what do you think the final score is going to be? Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jacksonville and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, it's going to be probably, I mean, if I was a betting man. Just shoot from the hip, man. Just shoot from the hip. What are you thinking? Um, it's going to be kind of a hot take here, but um, I think the St. Louis Rams have a really good opportunity with Matt Stafford. Oh, Matt Stafford's you know, looking good. Noise. It just comes down to how... I mean, it comes down to what, what's Arizona going to do for the rest of the year. They look really good, but uh, it's hard to go against Tampa, though, in the NFC. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I'm going to have to go with Tampa. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, you, just, you never can bet against Tom Brady. Absolutely uh, the not, odds yeah. Are, the odds are against you. I mean, literally, statistically. You, so, you just don't. So, it's, it's going to be, yeah, it'll be definitely the, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be Tampa. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough to say for AFC. It's tough to say for AFC. I'm not really sure on the AFC. Uh, I would say Kansas City, but they're looking pretty rough right now. Yeah. yeah. They might figure something. But, yeah, at, the, at this very moment, uh, yeah, Tampa, they're looking real. They're looking real good. Tampa, you know what? Patrick Mahomes is so talented that I feel like something's going to turn around. It'll probably be Tampa and Kansas City again. Yeah, yeah. So, Do you think uh, Kansas City will take revenge, or do you think Tampa Bay is just too fucking good? I was just going to kick some ass. Tampa, they're just too loaded, man. Tampa's so loaded. Like I said, you never bet against the greatest quarterback of all time. You just can't. Number, he's getting his, I think, dude, he's getting his eighth ring. I just don't see any other way around it. He's getting his eighth. I mean, unless, I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams, though, that are going to try to beat the fuck out of Tampa Bay. So anything can happen. Injuries can happen to the line. Uh, It's a long season. So. I mean, I still I agree with you, man. I I've got if I were to if I were a real betting man, I'd put a hundo on Tampa Bay for sure. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're stacked, man. They got they got a lot of great talent. And, you know, Gronk if he stays healthy, which he's been struggling with, and you know, make sure Godwin and Evans, and, uh, well, you know, those guys are, are healthy as well. How do you feel about my boy Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer, um, he's, uh, he's great. Uh, he's, he's, he's just done all the right things. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, when you leave your team behind and you say you're going to catch the next plane out, and it means that you're going to hang out with your family. Hanging out know, with the fam. I mean, that's, that's the, the quote-unquote family hanging out with. Uh, 
I mean, you know what would happen, man? Let's just say Trevor Lawrence did that. He would get his ass benched even as a starting quarterback. Yeah. Art Meyer wouldn't, wouldn't allow that to happen. If a defensive lineman did that, he would bench him. Yeah. Like, and then if somebody on the deep low on the depth chart did that, they would get automatically cut. The <laughs> team. So, I mean, Urban, uh, it wasn't a good leadership thing. I mean, I don't care what he does. He's a, he's a adult. He's a human. He's I don't married, though, man. He was grinding up on some, I don't know, co-ed. I don't know. She's like only, I don't know, like 20s in her 20s or something. Dude, Herb is married. I mean, I know maybe his marriage isn't going so well. Maybe they're swingers. Who knows? But come on, man. Mike, there's a lot of married men that go to strip clubs. And there's a lot of married men that I know. He was at a bar. He, he was at a bar, though. He wasn't at a strip club. He was at a straight up a bar. That's what, like. Well, that makes it a little bit different. Uh, strip club, you know, it's normal business, right? go yeah. to a bar, he had to work to pick up a girl. Oh, I mean, uh, he is Urban Meyer. He does have the yeah, accolades. Absolutely. He'd be like, look, I'm a football coach. Grind on my grind on my wiener, you know? I mean, that's the way Herb works, you know? I just love Urban Meyer. Can I just say that right now? That's, that's all I got. Uh, uh, John Gruden's uh, done some great things as well with his <laughs> remarks. All right. What's, the, what's your take on John? What's your take on Gruden? Oh, Gruden. Okay. I, I, okay. So those racist emails were not good. Uh, those were pretty rough. Um, I, even I was pretty shocked. I was like, dude, some of the shit he was saying. I was like, man. I mean, look. I still don't. I still think you shouldn't leak emails. I think that when you're emailing directly to other people, it's kind of a private conversation, in my opinion. Unless, you know, you have to get police involved. That's a different story. But, like, it's private emails. I, I, I feel like whoever leaked those emails is a little bit of a narc, you know. But at the same time, that's pretty bad. I mean, I'll tell you what, though. It doesn't shock me in any way. I mean, jo- John Gruden kind of seemed like a, a bit of a racist, sexist prick anyway. I mean, look at his body language, man. The way the guy talked any- anyway. You hear him mic'd up, and he's kind of he's kind of a chody guy, you know. He's kind, I mean, I like him. I still, I mean, besides the fact that he's a rate, he's a good te- he's a good television personality, but he he ain't getting in the NFL anytime soon. After those are pretty bad. Those were awful. Like, I was surprised. Yeah, you can't you can't really uh, you, you can't really do that. There's just there's been a lot of stuff, and then uh, you know there's also some more stuff coming out. Uh, possibly the son's owner with some uh, sexual harassment and oh man some charges on women. Uh, there's uh, the Phoenix Suns are getting prepared to uh, put out a story here that uh, they it might be another not a Donald Sterling thing, but it'll be uh, they're gonna have to vote him out like they did to Donald Sterling. Ah, uh, I see what's going on here. Damn. More stuff coming in. Uh, you know, man, the more we get to technology and the more things are readily available and the more people drive to get emails, yeah. uh, recorded phone calls, uh, more, more stuff's going to leak because we're human and we say really stupid things. And if everything was leaked from every human on the planet, we would all get canceled. Oh, Earth yeah. would get canceled. So it's just to be real here. We're, we're, you know, we're dogging on these guys, but let's be honest, dude. 
we've all said some really, really screwed up things, and we're lucky yeah. that a lot of that stuff has been leaked out to just, I mean, we're not celebrities, I get that. We're not yeah. celebrities, we're not these victims. But that sort of stuff, like, he was using work emails, though. That's the thing. If you're using, uh, look, if you're using through professional lines of business, that's that's that is different, though. That's the thing. Like, I, look, I'm all about being politically incorrect. I'm all about that life. I I'm never politically correct, rarely, except for when I'm working. Obviously, on this show, though, this show is no holds bar or whatever the term is. I say whatever the hell I want. You know, I expect my guests to be honest with me, man. I want to be like Howard Stern and get all the truth out of you. How you feeling, you know? But with John, with John yeah. Gruden, man, I just, I felt like if you're using work email and you're like, you know what I mean? You know, keep the, you know, keep it professional, I guess, you know? There's a part of me that's like, if you're using work emails and you're doing business and corresponding through business channels keep it professional man but if you're using your own personal email and you're personally emailing a buddy or some random person you know that should be you know that's a different story that's just you know the context does matter too but those emails though were with john gruden usually look it usually i'm against cancel culture for the most part and i really am but man that was pretty rough that's <laughs> like oh when you get into a corporate email setting, they have the emails belong to the corporation, not exactly. not me. And that's the biggest part is uh, that's that's where the that's where the line is drawn. And that that's where those emails are a part of the corporation, and it, it reflects on the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. But I got to get off this phone call, but I appreciate it. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Hell of an interview. Everybody, that's my brother, Brandon. I'm not going to reveal his last name, although then again, we have the same last name, so it doesn't matter. But um, he's pretty badass. And uh, hey, Brandon, uh, drive safe and uh, let me know when you get there, just so that way you're good. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fuck Joe Biden thing. Oh, my God, yes. I'm sure you've seen the meme going around. At, at the Motor Center, they were chanting it. It was pretty funny. Oh, are you serious? Go, yeah, like after the game in the... In yeah, uh, <laughs> was anybody actually saying though "fuck Joe Biden" at all at any point? Oh, they were just yelling "Let's go, Brandon!" Uh, see, that's that's kind of annoying. I wish more people would just be like "fuck Joe Biden" and stay in "Let's go, Brandon." Let's just uh, let's it just makes me feel good. No, no, no. Let's just, just continue. Let's go, Brandon. It makes me feel good. <laughs> I, I prefer to say fuck Joe Biden though, but I'll, I'll I will cheer for you, and I'll, I'll <laughs> I, it's such a weird thing though. I love how like. I love the whole situation. It's funny as shit, but. All right, man. Let's go. Talk to you later. All right. Love you, brother. Let me know when you get uh, to Eugene. All right, man. All right. Drive safe, brother. Bye. All right, everybody. That was the GOAT. Greatest of all time. Legend. I, think he, I don't know if he's still on the call still. No, he's off. Still legend. Still the GOAT. All right, so that was a fun interview. Uh, I started out with the, so what I like to do is I like to start out with a question that makes you just cringe. Like, why are you asking this? God damn. I asked him the bathmate question, just anybody who tuned, I mean, just, it's funny. I love it. So, um, yeah, this is kind of how the show works. I like to do interviews and, um, you know, I like to get people on and it's pretty, <laughs> it just got done.
All right, normally my shows don't go on this long, but I really wanted to get a good old interview um, with my brother. Um, <laughs> so uh, Bathmate, just to let everybody know from the beginning of the call when I was talking about Bathmate, Bathmate is basically a hydro penis pump uh, using water as a medium. It, it's really good. It helps get the dick all inflated. It gets it all nice and puffy. Well, not puffy, but, you know, like it gets it longer and wider. I love the Bathmate. Um, the story at the beginning that was a little bit fictional, quite a bit fictional. I don't use the bathmate and do trading at the same time, but there's got to be, um, there's got to be people out there who are, and I'm sympathetic to their cause, and uh, I'm understanding and uh, deeply get it. So, but yeah, uh, it's fun though when I do it when I do an interview with my brother. I like to start out with like the "What the hell? Why are you? Why are you asking this question?" sort of thing, and it's fun. Um, but yeah, I love my brother. He is the goat. He is very fun to do an interview with, and I figure. Um, Total polar opposites, just as a heads up. It's it, that's where we got the totally different sense of humor. He's still pretty funny though. I think he's just as funny. Um I know he's gotta be a little more professional than I am. I don't care. I, I love doing an inappropriate show or talking about things I probably shouldn't talk about, but this show has no limits. I, I wanna be the Howard Stern of finance and I sincerely mean that. Uh Howard Stern is one of my favorite radio icons and I love it. So all right, this is the end of this episode. See you next one. Later.